money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? (laughs) I'm ready to talk money. Oh, good, because this is the show that we talk about the hard issues of around money. I'm Dave Van Oppen, and I'm here with my wife, Reb. And we have a few guests in the studio with us, which we'll introduce in a second. But we are in... At the beginning of a series on communication around money, and you know this is a talk show, so we're kind of halfway there already, communicating about money on a talk show, and we brought in some very special, two very special guests <laughs> to help us dig into this first session on, on communication around money. Yes, and uh, interesting, it is Valentine's week. We celebrated Valentine's on Tuesday. And interesting, CBC Radio randomly turned it on before 6.30 in the morning. Their, one of their interviews was on money and communication, which I thought was quite interesting that they were tackling the subject too. So obviously, it's an issue because we know that communicating and our behavior around money is a huge issue in families and marriages. So does that mean we're going to spend more money around Valentine's Day? <laughs> or, uh, I'm well, trying to make that connection. Why would that? I be don't know. Topic? Maybe some guys are <laughs> going to dig themselves out of their troubles with their. Hey, buy my way out of trouble. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that later then. So, but before we jump in, Reb, you've got some scripture that you want to to read around this. So shoot, go ahead. Well, it's um. I, we were talking this morning about how we want everyone to be encouraged this morning by our discussion. Mm-hmm. And communicating uh, and money are maybe not your favorite topics. And sometimes when we go to Scripture, we want the Lord to encourage us, tell us how great we are, and instead we get um, a little bit of chastising. So I don't know if you might feel chastised this morning just a bit. Um, the verses <laughs> that, <laughs> that I picked, because I, I like... I like being challenged, so that's just my weird way of living. But anyway, John 15 says, um, it's the portion of Scripture where Jesus talks about um, the vine and the branches and that he's the true vine and that the Father's the gardener and we're the branches. And in verse 12, lots of us know these verses. It says, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay one's down, da- to lay one." to lay down one's life for one's friends. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. Well, Jesus, of course, was foreshadowing his own sacrifice. Mm -hmm. However, um, this week, this verse really jumped out at me, and I was talking to Dave because an old uh, friend of ours, um, his son was actually put in a place where he laid down his life for his friends. In his case, um, Michael Wassel died at the age of 20 in 2013 because uh, he was was defending a friend. He was defending Mm -hmm. a friend. And not a lot of us, uh, it's in the news now because the case is in the Mm -hmm. courts, but um, not a lot of us confront that um, uh, position. We don't always have to lay down our life physically. But what 
uh, my daughter and I sometimes talk about at home, you know, okay, if we have to die for Jesus, you know, like we think we can do it, but actually to live for him sometimes is a bit harder because Jesus says you have to die to yourself every day. So in relation to our spouses and our families and how we serve them, how we talk about money, how we, how we want to relate in our homes, we have to sometimes die and lay down our own stuff. Mm -hmm. So we lay down our pride, and we lay down our selfishness. We lay down our own way. Can we lay down our anger? Mm -hmm. You know, if someone came to the door to threaten to kill us, to defend our family, we would stand in the way. Mo I, I would. We don't know what we would do, but most of us as parents would be like, you betcha, we're going to defend our children. Mm -hmm. But Will we put aside our anger? Will we put aside our own way? Will we put aside that pride? And that's the part when I read it that convicts me. Mm -hmm. Am I, am I willing to do that? When I discuss money with you, when I, when I make a mistake, am I willing to confess it, talk about it? Do I give you grace? Do, instead of judgment and anger? And those are things that sometimes are hard when we're tired or feeling hungry or lonely or all of those things. Sometimes life circumstances just make it harder to be gracious. But am I still willing? Because Jesus says, if you don't do it in me, you can't do it. That's what this right. chapter is about. Remain in me and I, my words remain in you. Stay connected with me because apart from me, you can't do it. And that is a part of, I guess, the challenge. We can't do it if we try it on our own to be kind to our spouse when we're talking about money. But in Christ, anything is possible. Well, and there's encouragement there. I love this passage when we're talking about the vine and the branches and that, again, that picture of the unity being grafted in, being connected and finding, in a sense, a source of life in God and saying, you know what? All of the, 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 the things that we need, the nourishment that we need, we can actually find from, from hanging on to God. And as a couple, and I'm gonna, we've got Ray Borg here from Compass Canada, and Ray brought his wife Arlene along Yay. with us. So welcome, Arlene. <laughs> thanks for coming in. Ray has been here before, but thanks for coming in and joining us on the show. Thank you. Good to be here today. Good. And, and welcome again, Ray. Um, you are a regular here, <laughs> and we always appreciate your insight and, and uh, in a sense, the, the advice. So today we're going to get a little, little bit personal. So the listeners are going to get a little bit of an insight into Ray and Arlene and some of your money story. Um, so guess what? You're on the radio, so you're in control of how that goes. <laughs> how much do you want to tell us? Yes, yes. <laughs> So, but money is something that, Ray, I know you, you know, in, in your work with Compass, uh, in fact, there's a specific resource with Company that deals specifically about marriage and money and the communication piece. So give a little highlight with that in terms of the resource and maybe how that has helped you and Arlene in terms of your own communication. Well, uh, one of our studies is called Money and Marriage God's Way. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a six-week course that allows people to begin to develop the skills around talking around uh, mm -hmm. money. And how do you communicate that? How do you develop a plan together? How do you spend that time and, and making a point of doing that and entering into some of those sensitive waters sometimes mm -hmm. that can stir conflict, especially if there's a history in it? Mm -hmm. And uh, so, um, you know, for, for the two of us, 
Um, as we were reflecting upon it and dialoguing about it in our money date on, <laughs> on Saturday, uh, we were just talking about, you know, uh, we were really blessed right at the beginning of our marriage to have a godly woman who was our financial advisor. And we sat down and dialogued with her right from the beginning and discussed, do we buy a house or do we pay off debt? Mm-hmm. And her counsel, uh, as we dialogued about our values, was to pay off our debt. Mm-hmm. So we made a choice at that point. Um, I had $27,000 student loan debt. Mm-hmm. And uh, we made a decision to live off of one salary and be very frugal and see if we could pay off our student debt. And um, we had the surprise of our daughter coming along quicker than we anticipated. <laughs> but by the life, time, yes, uh, life happens. Life right? happens. And so within 11 months of getting married, we had paid off that $27,000 wow. debt wow. of wow. student debt. And so we look back and think, God, you helped us get on the right road even though we veered off many times. Uh. Okay, can I interject here a little bit? Yeah. Because you're telling that story, and if I understood right, you said you know, you were dual income, so you both were, were working, and you decided we're going to live on the one salary, and we're going to pay debt with the other salary. Yes, that's and what we did. was it Arlene's salary that paid down the debt? Do you remember? Uh, actually, it was. It was, eh? Yes. Okay. So, so I, I actually um, I made more money. In those days, and um, and we were married one month, and then I was became pregnant with our beautiful beloved daughter, which we thank the Lord for often. And uh, we looked at each other. Okay, we're not going to have um, uh, dual income. And I remember wrestling because I loved my job, and um, you know, do I? I'd always believed that a mom needs to stay home, and I. I had to wrestle that through. Is that something? So we dialogued a lot about mm-hmm. that. Dialogued about my path with my pastor, and we decided that that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. I would I would um, become a stay at home mom, but that also meant we had to look at our finances much more differently than we expected. Mm-hmm. So uh, we decided we lay we lived on my salary, which um, and then we used Ray's salary. And we lived on mine. So I, we talk about it like we kind of lived on pennies, really. Mm-hmm. Like we lived really basic. And it was miraculous because our dear daughter was born April 23rd, and we paid off our debt April 23rd. Wow. And $27,000 uh, 28 years ago was a lot of money. Yeah. It's, so, yeah, But Ray a, had a lot of school, student debt. Okay. And uh, so, you know, he got his master's. And so that happens, yeah. right? You get yeah. student debt. So, so, so and, and the, I mean, I love the story, you know, a couple things. I'm just going to pick out Arlene. You know, you guys talked about it. You talked about it amongst yourselves. You talked about it with some counselors. So we had a financial advisor. You mentioned a pastor, some people that you brought in from the outside to say, hey, this is what we're thinking. Um, This is what we're, in a sense, dialoguing about between ourselves. And it's so important to find some people that you can trust, that you can bring into the conversation that you're having with your spouse, because um, you know what? You're going to have different opinions. There's two different people and that's okay. In fact, uh, you know, expect 
there to be a different opinion and that's bringing other people into the conversation that you can trust that you both will honor and sense of saying you know what you don't want to bring in somebody who's only going to support your side <laughs> of, the, yeah. of the conversation <laughs> but you want to bring in somebody that's okay, there's that laying that. down your own way <laughs> yeah, again that's, right. that's that piece because uh yeah i think we can all do it we yeah, we we will draw in the people that will support our side because we want our way. Yeah, and then somewhere along in the in your story, you guys decided this is what we are going to do. We are going to focus, 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 and we're going to get this debt paid off. And you were motivated for a number of reasons. I mean, your story is your story, and but to create that a motivation, you could have carried that student debt for a lot longer you could have mm-hmm. decided to you know what it's not high on the priority list we can probably get interest relief because my wife is on on maternity leave whatever it is right i mean there's lots of ways to work it around but you guys decided together that that was something that was important to you yeah and then we set our goals and our life you know mm-hmm. uh, lifestyles so that it fit with that kind of pattern mm-hmm. so that was was and it was it hard? Like, do you remember? Like, did you argue or have d- fights, or were you like unified and it was all like glory and bliss? They are in the first year of marriage. They are in the first year of marriage. So we were dealing with lots of other issues that were much harder than money. <laughs> Let's be really honest. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, but we did. We we had some. We did have a lot of dialogue at different times because we came from different backgrounds in terms of our spending style. Mm-hmm. Um, we grew up with different expectations. Christmas, you know, um, was an extravagant thing in my family, and so the expectation is that you came with significant gifts. And so, um, in my wife's family, I think that that just didn't have the same value. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so we had to we had to sort through that one. That was one of the biggest ones, I recall. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. So I think that, um, I mean, the first year of marriage, we learned a lot, and God was good and merciful to us. I think in our lifetime of marriage, um, you know, we we kind of got out of the habit of our, you know, I was a stay-at-home mom, Ray was lots of ministry, so we'd get in debt, we'd get out of debt, we'd get in debt, out of debt, you know, have a car expense, you work on paying that off. Get another car expense, you know, you pay that off, then something else happens, the furnace breaks, you gotta pay that, and then you pay that off, and, 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 you know, so we kinda were in and out of that a lot, and, um, the last year, uh, we, last January, we actually, um, Ray's been involved in this navigating finances God way. We set a spending plan. And so what we've learned from that, which I think we never really, um, learned well before is the importance of, um, let's say you have that expense of a thousand dollars. You plan to part, you start paying that off, but also we called it, um, you pay forward in that you start putting money aside for the car payment that's going to happen next time. So it might not be a lot. Maybe it's $20, maybe it's $50. So the next time there's a, so when you finally paid off that car expense, then, then when, when we look forward the next time, I remember the first time we had an oil change, Ray was like, I had money in my car fund. And so he walked to the <laughs> big smile. Big yeah. smile. Yeah. Instead of putting it on debt, we had money in the car fund. 
And so that's been great freedom, actually. So even the issue of gifts that Ray mentioned, we put money in the fund. So now, you know, I had to give it, I wanted to give someone a gift this morning. They had a baby, they're having a birthday. I went to my envelope and I pulled out my money and there it was. So we weren't going in debt for it. We had the money there. It was there. So that communicating on our spending plan has actually been one of the key things I think for us, the last year and a half, that's been really major. Do you feel, well, you, you're both working now, so it's not, you're not the stay at home mom anymore. Your kids are older. And, um, do you find, um, that it's a freeing thing? Like, can you, that you agree on, okay, we need this amount for gifts and, or, or in that discussion, because I'm getting to get to some of the nitty gritty parts. And when you sit down and talk, your values, um, as a mom or a woman might be different than Ray's. So how do you k- kind of reconcile that? Or or do you guys agree on everything? Well, we had the, the hard conversations when we sp- set up our spend- spending plan, right? You know, you agree this, I do this, this is what we do, back and forth, back and forth. And, and so that's when a lot of the hard stuff happened. And, and then we made the plan. And now... I'm going to go take money. Is that good? We're good. Okay. All right. And we go, away we go. So it it becomes much easier. Because the money's in there. The money's in there. We made a plan and we've had the hard conversation about what's most important to him, what's important to me. Right. Because after you figure those things out, after you figure, okay, what's our mortgage or what's our car payment or what are those, those, we call them the four walls. You can't change those four walls. Usually it's hydro it. Yeah, uh, and all of those. If you change it, it's a lifestyle change, right? <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, okay, right. Um, we're getting rid of a car, somebody's walking more, right? <laughs> you know, whatever that is. So, yeah, those are the lifestyle changes, those those fixed costs that the only way they really go down or change significantly is if you make a lifestyle change, right? So, we're moving closer to work. That means we're moving a house, but we're also traveling less, all of those things, right? So those are big deals, right? Mm-hmm. Those are things you certainly want to be united. So to, going back to that, so we, we've got the, you know, you've created a spending plan. You've you've done that value-based, right? And that, yeah. I think that's really important, Arlene. You mentioned that in the sense of saying, hey, there are things that you guys are united on that you, that, that are important to you when you're creating your spending plan, where you're saying, these things we agree on, and then there, I think there's going to be, if I'm right, there's going to be some things that you might have different, different perspectives on, and and that's where I would, the negotiation, the the give and take happens. So how does that conversation go? Can you think of a, maybe an example, Ray, where you're like, I really wanted to do this, and I compromised. Um, you know, I'm trying to see if there's anything. My wife's looking and saying, yes, I know. Okay, go ahead. Well, I, one of the things that Howard Dayton talks about, which is um, in the book that I thought is, is that money, sometimes we need to bless our spouse. And I remember last year, we had a fairly big expense. And, um, and it didn't fit in our spending plan. It wasn't part of it. And so um, it was something really important to him. And I was like, okay, I don't know what to do. And so we talked about it. And um, and I remember Howard Dayton saying, there are times when you need to bless your spouse. And I thought, okay, honey, this is really important to you. I support you in this. And so together we agreed that 
let's pray that God will provide this money. We didn't want to go into debt. We didn't have it in our spending plan. So let's just trust God to provide. And so I, I joined with him on, on what this was really important to him. And so we prayed and actually the Lord did provide an extra job on the side for him, which able, enabled him to be able to pay for what was really important to him. Yeah, great. And so, um, that was a real learning lesson for me too, as 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 saying, you know, I want to bless you with this, so therefore let's trust God, and we seen God provide. It was a beautiful story, actually, without getting into all the details, mm-hmm. but it was really beautiful. And those are great conversations, in a sense, to have where you know we are taking the biblical principle of just honoring the other person, you know, loving your neighbor, loving your spouse mm-hmm. and saying, you know what, my desire is to do that. Lord, we don't have the resources now. Let's wait. Let's pray. Let's see how you provide. And then let's carry on. Right. And and I think that's, that's a, that's a good, uh, good model. If, we, if we're looking for models, I think that's a excellent. Well, I love that, that it, there's not only unity, but there's blessing like that you cuz Howard Dayton talks about that in his book that 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 money can be a vehicle of unity mm-hmm. and and it is such a a source of contention often we talk about that in the world like crazy but we're not really telling p- each other you know your money and your finances can be a blessing to bring unity in your marriage and um i think that's just beautiful but it's also a paradigm shifter cuz you guys were thinking in a different level. You weren't just thinking, how can we make this happen for ourselves? You actually mm-hmm. took it to the Lord and said, okay, Lord, this is something that's important to our hearts. So that's, and sometimes he says, yes. Sometimes he says, uh, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, or, yeah. or, or you wait. We've had those kinds of stories too. Especially being, you know, Valentine's week, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I often, Rebecca laughs at me because, you know, I say Valentine's is for rookies, right? You know, it's only the, <laughs> the, the rookie guys who, who need Valentine's to, you know, a day to bless their wives or to tell their wives that they love them. And, um, you know, I, I take advantage of it too. So it's oh, all yes, good. Yes, it's right? all good. So, but and and right, he does because he says it's every day. Every day Valentine's, Valentine's is every day. day, right? So, you know, <laughs> a rookie just needs one day a year. Well, the rest of us, uh, you know, we won't go there. So, but in this, you know, we're talking a little bit about this, this communication between couples. So <laughs> do you guys have a routine? Is it worked into the routine? Do, you know, is there special time? You know, if you've listened to the show, Reb and I, we're like every week, a half an hour every week. That's what, you know, that's our routine because we find in the running of our family, that's what we need to keep things going. Um, but what about you guys? Have you got a routine or a communication? I wouldn't say that it's a, a set pattern like, you know, every week. But on a reg- pretty regular basis, I'll say to Arlene as I do the books, we need to have a financial date on Saturday. And Saturday mornings are our usual time to do that. And then I just share with her what I believe are some um, – Areas that we may need to make some decisions on, either unexpected expenses or do we need to pull that out of that account? Are you in agreement with that? Let's make that decision. When it comes to our giving and tithing, we pretty much will dialogue pretty regularly around those kinds of things. Uh, like even this morning, she shared the example, you know, she wanted to give a gift to a friend of ours who had a baby. So she just shared her heart, you know, this is what I like to do. And are you okay with this? Yeah, that sounds good. I think that's a good plan. Both of us have that kind of value. We want to bless our friends. 
So um, any giving that we do, we always agree on. Mm-hmm. I think that's been always, doesn't matter how what the amount is, we always dialogue about that. And we've always had that kind of principle. Um, right. I know there's times spontaneously you feel moved on your heart and you do that, but then we pretty much quickly come back to each other and share that. Cool. So. There you go. So, so not a regular sit down, you know, your, your life maybe isn't as crazy as ours. So that's okay. You know, but a regular communication is going on and flowing. Um, so here's a question and, and maybe the last question we'll talk about is there, um, communication gets much more difficult when there's stress, when there's, there's busyness, when you're going eight ways to Sunday kind of thing. And so, Give the the listeners a little bit of advice from your own experience on okay, how did you navigate through that when you know it wasn't all all Valentines and roses, but that there were some issues where you say, "Jeepers, I have to, we have to work through this." I think one of the things that I think we've learned over the years is, you know, when it's tense, there may be some times where you need to just back away from the conversation and say, you know what, I think we need to take a time out here and let's go and pray. And it's not an issue that we need to resolve, like right in the media. Let's talk and pray. Um, other times then it's like, okay, we just need to take some breathing room and um, let the intensity kind of calm down a little bit around that kind of stuff. And then just going back to our value systems again, what is important to us? Mm-hmm. And can we come in agreement with those things? In our early years of marriage, we actually, we went to this marriage weekend and they taught us about the importance of journaling. We don't need to do that anymore, but when we were married a few, about seven years, I think, you know, we learned about journaling through the hard issues and, you know, without the emotion of, of the conversation was too high. So we would write each other a letter and then the next morning he'd take the journal and he'd write it and then we would just live life happily and we'd deal with this hard issue through journaling. And it was actually a gift for us that we could do that. What a great idea. Because he's a writer and I'm a writer. Yeah. And so... Um, so I, I will preface that, no texting. That is not the way to communicate about <laughs> these hard issues. I'm just saying that right now for the younger generation that wants to just default to texting, get the journal out and and... Write the letter. Hey, put it down on paper. Uh, certainly, it helps you to to articulate. We've only got a couple minutes left. I know already. this was really fast, crazy <laughs> fast, right? So, um, you know, we're we're talking about communication for the next couple weeks. So, this is in a sense version one. We're gonna tackle it from a different kind of angle. So, thank you so much, Ray and Arlene, for coming in and sharing your story and letting us get to know you a little bit better. So, thank you for coming. Good to be here. Thank you. Good to be here. Good. Thanks good. for the privilege of inviting us. <laughs> it's fun. We just having lots of fun hearing people's stories. So mm-hmm. now, if uh, I mean, if you need to listen to the show, because I know a lot of people hear the show, they only hear parts of the show because they're at work. I get it. You can listen to it on iTunes. You can just search uh, "Let's Talk Money" with Dave and Reb. We're on iTunes. You can download it off chri.ca's website, and you can also get it off morethanenough.ca's website. So lots of places to get the show and listen to the show. All archived there. Subscribe to the podcast. We love it. Rate us if you are on iTunes. Love to get the rating that gets us up and gets us known. So. So that's fun. Reb, do you have any parting comments? Anything that you want to leave as a, as a practical? Uh, I just love that piece uh, about the journaling, journaling and communicating, because I'm a journaler and I'm a writer. So I love that part. But the other part is the godly counsel. If you need, if you're coming to a crossroads in your finances, 
uh, call someone in that you trust that can help you walk through it, who's for both of you, not just one of you, not on one side or the other, but for both of you. And um, just that value, shared values. That's what I hear this morning, that Ray and Arlene have sh- a shared values. If you don't know what your values of your spouse are, go on a date and find out what they think is important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, pray. Perfect. We got to pray. We got to pray quickly. <laughs> okay. Well, Lord, we do thank you that uh, you are for us. That uh, in this, we started uh, the, the the show today by saying that you are our source. That that you are the vine, and, and we want to just grab a hold and be grafted into you. And and so, Lord, I thank you that you're faithful in that. I thank you that we can trust you in that. And Lord, uh, I thank you that you've put people around us that will give uh, give your counsel to us. And so, Lord, I thank you for all these things. And we just, uh, again, open our hands up to receive from you all that you have for us today. And just pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, next week, we're going to continue the conversation about communication. We, I'm not going to spoil it. We'll just, we'll figure out what, uh, I'm not going to spoil it. For what, what's All right. Show week. up next <laughs> week. <laughs> All right. Well, join us next week as we uh, talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.